Chicago Verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Cool. Part two of our broadcast here. Hey. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Right on. So I am good. So Olivia Grace here on Dynasty Podcast, making your debut tonight. Thank you so much for coming up. I really no, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, like I said earlier, we are broadcasting from Soundscape Studios in Chicago um, in conjunction with Closed Sessions here. Shout out Mike Kolar and Alex Fruchter. And um, something we are doing with Dynasty Podcast to kind of preface this segment is we're doing this initiative called Dynasty Next, where we are really looking out for the next wave of talent, of creators, of industry, of artists, like you know, college talent. The people in Chicago who maybe haven't been put on a platform yet or who haven't been given a look as much yet, but who are absolutely like poised to make a huge impact, and you absolutely fall into that category. So you're one of the new voices that you know we're really happy to be able to showcase here tonight. Thank you. Yeah. So let's kind of give people some background on you, your music. Like, How did you start with music? Where did that happen for you, and then we'll kind of move into talking about the new project you have happening and dropping really soon. Sure. I mean, I'd always loved writing stories when I was really little, and then when I was eight, I got my first keyboard, and it started out with me just learning the songs built into that keyboard, and then once I learned all them, I just started writing my own songs, and I just kind of stuck with it and never really grew apart from it, and um, I started playing my first shows back in 2011. And I'm originally from a really small town where there's not a lot of music venues. It's about 45 minutes north of Baltimore. So when we got our first record store, it was really exciting. And I played my first solo show. I was scared shitless. And I don't know, since then it's gotten better, but I still you know, get nervous. And I've been playing shows in Chicago now for a few years. And I'm really excited about this release, which is February 10th. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. You know, growing up when you were getting into music, you know, was that something that the family supported? Did your friends support? Was it something you had to do on your own to prove a point? Like, kind of what was your mindset when you were developing as an artist? Oh, definitely. Up? Yeah, my parents were super supportive. Um, they're the ones that got me the keyboard. And if they had. <laughs> you didn't it, just go jack that yeah. from Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that tough. I like to think I was, but I wasn't. Um, no, but they got that for me and super grateful. Um, I guess when I was little, I got made fun of a lot, and music was kind of this outlet for me to perform and feel like I was doing something right when I had a bunch of kids telling me I wasn't doing anything right. And Kids don't know shit. Yeah. kids, kids are, are all failures right now. Kids are assholes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it just it stuck with me, and it made me feel good, and my parents were super supportive, and I, I feel really lucky to have had such supportive parents. So something else you do, and I promise we are going to talk about the new record, but I'm trying to like, you know, build a little, a little bit of the world around you because there's a lot of really cool things about you and what you do. And, and you are a young artist, but you're also involved on the industry side of things. You're involved with institutions like Universal Music Group. You know, talk about what you do on the industry side and how did you start pursuing some of these opportunities or internships or positions? Like, what made you decide that you wanted to not only be a musician but also work on the other side? Sure. Um, I've always just loved being around music, and I've 
always known that I had to work in music, whatever it is, I have to do it. And so when I got to Chicago, um, I had my first internship at Paragon Recording Studios. And that was like my first music gig. Um, and just working, you know, doing administrative work or helping, you know, wrapping chords and that kind of thing. Um, and it was a really great experience. And then since then, I've gone on to work at Universal, which I'm doing now. And I kind of do a combination of things such as PR, trying to get artists, um, different local events or, you know, press, um, and then also social media for artists, which is cool because it helps me with my own stuff to be like, oh, maybe I should be doing this with my own stuff. And I hadn't thought of it before because it's kind of weird when you're your own artist and then you're working for other artists and you have to remember that, okay, like <laughs> I have to apply these things to myself. I can't just be like la-di-da-da with my own music. So... Yeah, I've definitely focused more on that this year. But it sounds like it raises your game, though. It does. It raises my awareness of what I, I need to be doing for my music. And then I also interned with the Recording Academy this past semester. Um, and I was also doing kind of more social media um, and writing articles for their website. And it was a really great internship. I'm really lucky I got to do it. You know, we just had Scott Englert on the podcast yes. a few weeks ago, who, of course, you know this is the Chicago chapter rep for Grammy U. What was it like to be part of that organization? Because, you know, it's something that I get to see from the outside. I'm a Grammy member, but not obviously a Grammy U member. And, I, you know, I've known Scott, I've known Ramon, I've known a lot of people involved with that. But what was it like for you being inside and part of that process? Well, the thing about Universal and the Recording Academy is that I love Universal and I love my family with Universal, but everybody's so spread out. And with the Recording Academy, you know, we were meeting weekly, it's local events, and it was really nice to be a part of something so close to home and have all these people and the support around me. And everybody at the Academy is great. Um, I've definitely made local connections, new connections, and I think that I've been able to further myself into the Chicago scene. So the thing that we have been building up to and that we haven't mentioned yet or that you touched on is you do have this new EP coming out February 10th, Heart Shaped Bruises. Is yes. this your debut effort? Um, I like to think it is, but it's not. I released an EP three and a half years ago or so. Um, and for me, I, I would say this is more of my debut EP. Um, when I recorded that, I... The songs that are on there are from when I was like 15, 16 years old, 14 even, and I don't really feel like I had truly found myself when I was writing them. I think we're always finding ourselves, but I I feel that what I have to say now is more of who I am, and I don't know. I, I think that this EP is just something that I want to say more than it was back then. It was kind of just a bunch of stuff that I'd thrown together and... This is more polished, and it's more clean. How long have some of these songs been in the works? It's a three-song uh, EP, we should mention, and it's really, really well done. It's a very mature offering. Um, so how, how did you approach this? How long did it take? Like, how long did you have these songs in your head? I've been writing for, you know, it's been three years since I released my last work, and I've been writing a bunch, but... Again, I just didn't feel like I was ready, again, to release something. Um, I didn't want to release it for other people. I was still doing shows, of course, but I didn't feel like I was ready to release the EP. So when I was, it was just at the point where I had the songs that I felt really best reflected my work, and I wanted to finally just put them out there and get them online and get them out to everybody. The thing that stuck out to me when I was listening to this, and again, this is the first set of songs that I've heard from you, but it's a very mature record. Thank you. It's a very, like... 
like both mature in the songwriting approach and content and also in the like production. Like how did you, you know, I guess was that an active goal to really make this sound like a very confident offering, you know, since a lot of people are hearing this or hearing you for the first time with this? Definitely. Yeah. With my first EP, um, like I said, it kind of felt like everything was thrown together. It was done rushed and I didn't really know what I was doing exactly. I just knew I wanted to do something and I wish I didn't rush it. But with this, I wanted to just take my time and really develop my sound. And so um, who I produced the album with, record it with, um, is actually my hometown in Maryland, Everett Glovier. Mm -hmm. And so I was going, anytime I'd go home to visit my family in Maryland, I was trying to record. So it would be like 30 hours and three days of recording. Oh my gosh, man, <laughs> it was that's insane. crazy. It was insane. But I mean, it felt right at the same time because we both had developed more and we knew what we wanted to do and we'd already worked together on the first EP. So we knew how to work together and I definitely think it came together and shows that. So you already like, I mean, that I'm sure made a huge difference already having that yeah. familiarity with the people you're working with and, and they knew your sound and, you know, they were able to really get what you were going for, huh? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I always get nervous when I'm performing or singing around new people and having that familiarity, familiarity with him really helped me to just get out there and open up myself because with new people, it's scary and you can't get out all the vulnerability and the honesty that you want, I guess. But, you know, you said that you've been playing shows around Chicago for a few yeah. years. So how were you able to overcome maybe that apprehension or nervousness? Um, well, it started with my first show, um, which was the record store in Maryland. And that I broke out laughing in the middle of one of the songs. I was shaking uncontrollably. I was so nervous. And, you know, I still get nervous. But the more constant you do it, it's better. And I think having a bigger crowd of strangers, like it's, it's less intimate and you can really kind of just open up because you don't know anybody versus, you know, one person who knows you well. It's like you really have to be comfortable with them to, you know, give your whole self, if that makes any sense at all. So it's almost <laughs> safer if you're in a room yeah. of like 500 people versus like seven people that you know. Exactly. Because, I don't know, you can just say whatever you want. You're never going to see these people again. Yeah. And I don't know. And also the feeling after playing a show, it's just this giant adrenaline rush. And even if I'm extremely nervous and I'm shaking and I'm red in the face, like... It's just the best feeling afterward. So the record, again, is called Heart Shaped Bruises, and that's dropping on February 10th. So what happens when that releases? Like, do you have any plans for the spring or summer, or you're going to, like, maybe tour, or, like, any live dates, you know, or, like, kind of what's the step after that? Sure. Um, so right now I do have a show on February 27th. Um, it's Hooligan Magazine's two-year collective. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be um, at The Study in Chicago. And then also I'm currently working on a music video for Heart Shaped Bruises, which I don't want to say a date yet because I don't know. Um, we're still in the storyboard phase of that, but I'm pretty excited. And then I'm hoping to release a full album maybe by the fall or winter of this year. That's crazy. I mean, that's, that's an ambitious yeah. but, but totally doable time frame. Yeah, I'd say maybe winter. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned Hooligan, which I'm glad you did because that's another thing you do. And I don't know a lot about Hooligan, so... Bring us into what that is and your involvement with it. Sure. Um, so it's an art, it's a local arts uh, magazine, and it's Morgan and Becky who founded it. And um, I am the assistant managing editor. But mostly what I do because of my job with Universal is that I'll set up our writers with shows in Chicago to go and maybe interview the artist or to do a live review um, and working more on the music of the magazine and mm -hmm. then, of course, helping with whatever they need help with. 
And you do some writing, though. You mentioned you were yeah. writing for the Grammy site. Is that something that you want to do, or is it more a byproduct of the work you're already doing? Um, no, I really enjoy writing. I've always enjoyed writing, like writing stories, whether it's fiction or writing about music. Um, so combining the two is a great feeling. And I write for Chicago Interview as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so I really enjoy it. Um, I'd like to keep doing it. Or do you like doing the interviews more, or like the reviews, or, you know? I'm kind of both. When you're interviewing people, you get to meet so many great musicians and meet new talent. And when you're writing reviews, you're getting to really get into the music and just, like, listen. You know, when I write a review on an album, I'm going to listen to it, like, for hours. And, I don't know, it's a cool to really get that intimate with somebody else's music. Uh, the record is called Heart Shaped Bruises. Like I said, it's dropping February 10th. That's going to be available Everywhere online digitally, right? Yep. Like all platforms. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all that. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So I have to tell you this because I've been, you sent me the tracks pretty early, which is really generous. And I love the whole record, but the song Motel, yeah. like that to me is like a whole different level. It really blew me away. Kind of talk about that song, writing it, or, or how you approached it, or why that made the record, because that, to me, is just like a stellar, stellar track. Thank you so much. Um, so Motel, for me, it started with just this image of a motel and the contrast of a white picket fence, and I didn't really know where it was going when I started writing it, and then the story of Adam and Eve is kind of what influenced it. I've heard of it. Yeah. I love how biblical it's getting tonight. I know the Misfit <laughs> Toys brought up the Book of Job, and like... I did not realize tonight was going to be so <laughs> theological. Yeah, so that's kind of what influenced it, like a modern-day tale twist of that. And I don't know, it just kind of stuck with me, and I felt like the sounds um, were more what I want to do with my music. It's bigger sounding, it has a lot of movement, and I think that's yeah. uh, what I really want to focus on with this record is the creation of movement, and the motel just kind of fit that. And, you know, I like to use the word big because the songs do have a very big quality to them. Like I said, they're very confident. It's it's not music that's hiding anything. It's not music that's like asking permission. Like you are making this big, bold statement with these songs. And I think people are going to be really blown away when they get to hear them, man. Is there anything else that we have not covered that you have happening that, you know, I don't want to leave anything out? Um, no, you can pre-order the album now. Um, you can go to my Facebook, which is just Introducing Olivia, which is kind of silly. I, I ran no, out great. of URLs. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I seriously spent like two hours though, trying to pick that. Like everything was taken. Yeah, that's the downside of the internet in 2016, <laughs> man. I know. Well, Twitter was easy. Um, Twitter and Instagram are both me, Olivia Grace, and I'll be keeping everybody posted with my music on both those sites. Right on, man. Yeah. Um, Olivia Grace, like I said, the record is called Heart Shaped Bruises. It's out February 10th. Thank you so much for coming up. I really Thank appreciate you. it, man. This is great. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descent. <laughs>